Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, but Doug loves Yeah, the listeners won't know that I walked out and then made hand gestures to get you to do that. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. movies. That went better than I thought it would, and that guy needs to be removed. (laughs) That was really quite good, and I appreciate uh, everybody being on top of it. Uh, Normally, when I play a festival... There's a lot of people in the audience that really biff that part. And, uh, you know, I say, this is Douglas Weezer, and they go, Hi, Doug! We're coming to you once again from Esther's Follies as part of South by Southwest in Austin, Texas! (laughs) The glasses go up, you go clap. It's like an applause sign. Hey, stop it. Exactly... (laughs) Exactly two years ago, this is the sad part, they canceled South By, and I came to Austin anyway. Yeah, that's right. I did a few small shows, and I spent the first month as an Austinite in lockdown. And yeah, staying in a hotel in downtown Austin for the first, you know, like three or four weeks of the lockdown uh, was interesting, to say the least. It really felt apocalyptic, and so... Uh, like I said, I, I did manage to get in a few shows, but basically, this is finally the return. Last year, we did a virtual version of Doug Loves Movies as part of the virtual South by Southwest, but now we are back! <laughs> <laughs> 
And I couldn't be happier about it. I brought some stuff to give away. Also, some stuff fell into my uh, lap, um, you know, since I've been here, starting with this, well, this bag I already had. I brought it with me. It's a bag that I got when I went to the premiere of the movie Uncle Frank that's on uh, Prime with Paul Bettany as Uncle Frank. It's good. Sir, I, God damn it. I have, you cannot just sit right in the front row and have something to say about everything that happens. You need to stop talking completely or move. To, don't do the tick a lock thing because that's what a drunk person does. They go, okay, and then they, they pretend they're making their mouth a lock, but the drunk person's going to talk again within two minutes. We'll see how you do. <laughs> right? Put your mask on. <laughs> um, I've got a hat that I got at the uh, Summer in Argyle um, event that they had yesterday here, which was a hot dog feast. They invited us to a three-course hot dog meal, and it was as terrible as it sounds. <laughs> they had a, a calamari appetizer. <laughs> that was a, a calamari uh, crust on a, a little hot dog. Then they... <laughs> gross. And then... <laughs> It was like sitting in a puddle of goop. And then they had, I mean, it was really creative. Let's say that. Because then they go, here's your hot dog steak. And it was a steak cut in half and just laid out flat on the plate. And uh, mashed potatoes, those were good. And, um, oh, this is at a place called Bangers, by the way. Uh, credit to them for, they made this for the event because uh, the uh, city of Argyle or town of Argyle in this podcast that you can hear on Audible they, uh, you know, love their hot dogs because it's a boring town. And their, their, most, <laughs> their most fancy restaurant is a combination restaurant and the, the DMV. So um, it's a real, it sounds like a really funny show uh, that Bob Odenkirk uh, and his son Nate Odenkirk created. Lots of people from Mr. Show are on it. And uh, also in the prize bag, and, oh, it's, I should say for the listeners, it's a bucket hat that says Summer in Argyle. And bucket hats are back for some reason. <laughs> I thought, I thought people would go, Woody Allen wears those, and stop. Okay, and then uh, <laughs> Mediterranean apricots that they gave me on the plane. Also gross. Oh, I fin didn't finish my story. The third course of the banana thing was dessert, and it was supposed to be like a uh, hot dog sundae, and it was a bun with a banana in it and then ice cream on top that they, they managed to find some sauces to put on that that looked like ketchup and mustard. I mean, it looked cool. <laughs> uh, also, the bag is a cookie that says the after party on it uh, from that great TV show that was just on uh, Apple TV and got picked up for another season. And a, uh, speaking of TV shows, they, uh, the company Lumen from Severance sent me one of the snacks that's in their snack machine. In this case, it's raisins. I don't like good raisins, so I can't think of any raisins to eat these. And thank you very much. <laughs> that guy groaned right on cue. And then, and you're doing great, by the way. I'm sorry I yelled at you. You just never know. Uh, you know, downtown Austin, some people come in drunk. Who's drunk right now? See, they're gonna, you need to police them, if you don't mind. <laughs> oh, he gave him a little heart. <laughs> and then finally, uh, three-month subscription to Audible, a code for that, so you can, uh, you know, listen to this show 
summer in Argyle, and finally, a rubber pipe by the company called Peacemaker that's only been used once uh, in the alley. <laughs> All of that is going to be won by somebody today. One lucky individual is going to have more random crap to bring home from South by Southwest. Who is at South by Southwest from out of town? And who lives here in Austin? Now, fight! All right, that's a, that's a stupid joke I stole from my friend Dan Gabriel. Anyway, um, it's time to get the guests out here. Are you ready? The guests are always a surprise. Lots of guests here at South by will like list who's gonna be. Oh, I love this. They have like ushers seating people but they're wearing vests like they work in construction <laughs> or that we're on, we're on fucking Mopac right now. <laughs> you need to stick with a, you know, with a little pointy thing on the end and pick up the garbage. Or now, now he's landing a plane. You guys do it all. <laughs> Reminds me of the city of Argyle. It sounds like, sounds like same thing goes on there. Uh, let's get my guests out here. Please welcome Brandon Collins, Marina Franklin, Blair Saki, and Lisa Drager. Got some hot mics right. out here. Yeah. I said, you better have the most beautiful, hot, bejeweled mics that I've ever seen, and Esther's Follies came through. These are beauties. Hey, how's everybody? Hi. Uh, Hi, Doug. Hello. Let's uh, meet everybody individually and alphabetically, and by that I mean last name, so people don't get uh, confused, because I like my guests to know who's next. He's first, and he's sitting right next to me. It's Brandon Collins, everybody! Hey. What's going on? What's up, Austin? Your first South By. This is my first South By, yeah. Exciting. It is dope. A lot of uh, barbecue and uh, late-night drinks. I love Austin. Yeah, I think everybody in this room knew that already. <laughs> uh, but the listeners might not, and it's always good to reinforce that. And also... I want to ask you, because you are a real movie maven, uh, what have you seen so far? I mean, I know the film festival started yesterday, but yeah, yeah. have you caught anything? Uh, I've only seen Cheese and Everywhere, uh, Everything, and All Over the Place. I, I don't know the title <laughs> of the movie with Michelle Yeoh, but it, it, was, it was weird as hell, but uh, it was dope. It was a dope way to open a film. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. There you go. I think. That's what and it's Dr. called. Dr. Seuss Riddle. Which sounds like that abortion movie, Always, Never, Frequently, Ever, or whatever that was called. It's the titles are out of control these days. I can't, I don't know what to do anymore. Why can't a movie just be called Frank? Like the old days, and just wear a big paper mache head. So, Brandon. What's up? What, I kind of read a synopsis of Everything Everywhere All at Once. It stars Michelle Yeoh, and, yep. and Jamie Lee Curtis is in it for some reason. And... Uh, you know, because it sounds like a mostly Asian cast. Yes. Yeah, uh, so, what can you give us what it's about without giving it away? Uh, it's like this woman who has a struggling business, and then it becomes like the Matrix meets like an Acme cartoon. It's pretty bizarre, and I was high as fuck when I watched it too. <laughs> so, I might have just made up half the movie, but 
It was enjoyable from the two and a half hours I saw. It's a long ass movie. It is pretty long. Man. Yeah. And uh, you know, and then they did the intro at the beginning and the Q and A yep. at the end and the whole thing started. I didn't say the Q and A. I was Yeah, you gotta get you gotta yeah, get out of there. They put a mic stand in the middle of the of each row of the theater, and people line up to ask questions. They line up so deep, like people don't have a chance or in line to ask a question. And every question drives me nuts. It's always like, it's always like, I have a two-parter, or before I ask my question, I have to tell you I'm your biggest fan in front of a fucking room full of people that are all fans of the person. You know, there's someone definitely was asking a bunch of questions about Halloween to Jamie Lee Curtis. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. This is even. Yeah, they'll really take it off track very easily. Um, uh, first of all, Michelle Yeoh, I want to say that you're better than Jackie Chan, and he shouldn't have been mean to you. Yeah, that's the kind. Of, that's Thanks. how they start their questions. Okay. <laughs> Our next guest is a first timer on the show, and I'm so excited to have her. Marina Franklin is here. Yeah. Hello. Hi, everybody. I don't know what voice that was, sorry. <laughs> it was fun. I haven't been out the house, so this is a lot. Star of Trainwreck? Oh, well, not the star. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yes. I mean, you were, I, the, you were the star of my favorite scene in the movie. Oh, yes, the movie theater scene with uh, Keith Robinson. Yes. Yeah, where the two of you are giving John Cena and Amy a real hard time, and yes. it's, it's freaking hilarious. Yes, Keith Robinson and I, uh, it worked because we actually did date, and we've had moments like that several times <laughs> where we, we fight with people. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine comedian couples are going to just sit there and let people be stupid yeah. <laughs> right there in front of them. <laughs> yes, yes. So it worked out. Um, how are you enjoying your South By thus far? Well, I just got here uh, last night, so I'm just, uh, the noise, I mean, the, the, no, the music. <laughs> Did I call it noise? I'm sorry. Yeah, they call I'm this Noise person. City. <laughs> <laughs> the noise capital of the world. <laughs> I'm a 311 caller. Uh, so, yes, this is, a, this is new, and this is a lot for me, but I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm looking at the people and um, trying to figure out what's going on racially. Um, that's what I usually do when I'm anywhere new. I just want to see how black people are doing. So far, just one person got arrested, so that's good. Oh, yeah, well, you've got to go out, out on 6th at uh, nighttime, and it's a, real, it's a real arrest festival out there. <laughs> It's an arrestable. <laughs> arrestable. I didn't get a groan out of that guy. All right. Uh, also joining us today is another favorite, Blair Saki. Oh, what's up, Doug? <laughs> I've just, you know, been dying to hear that voice in person again. <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> And are you mad at the way that I treated Michelle Yeoh when uh, we made that movie together? Um, no. I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, it's just a reference to what I was saying earlier, but I, I was just blabbering, so it's uh, no reason for anybody to remember it. No, I remember, but, you know, the... Okay, anyways. <laughs> I didn't see you out in the alley when I was smoking. Uh, <laughs> But you are a, a you have been a frequent guest on uh, Getting Dark with High. Oh yeah, and, I love uh, it. So you're probably having a nice time here in Austin. I am. I am enjoying myself immensely. Great town you guys have here. 
Thank you for having me. It's a great town half of you have here. The rest of you don't know where the fuck you're from. Who thinks they're here from the farthest away? Oh, so everybody just came in from San Antonio on a bus? And finally, on the opposite end, it's Lisa Traeger! So thrilled, I'm here to win. Yeah, I know I, you're always very competitive. <laughs> and unfortunately, Brandon knows a lot. And uh, oh, that's a lot Marina and Blair, <laughs> Marina and Blair are wild cards. Uh, anything can happen today. And uh, I, I'm excited to see it play out. And uh, I'm excited to have the star of The King of Staten Island here. Thank you. Yep, I had a low ponytail, if any of you remember. But... I do. <laughs> and I kept arguing. I was like, are you sure she can't have a high ponytail? And they were like, please stop talking. Uh, you glorified extra. But I am... Um, I'm yeah. glad you stood up for your low pony. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and But you are great in that movie. Thanks, it's, uh, again, some of the funniest scenes in the movie uh, involve you and uh, that restaurant. Did you have restaurant serving experience or did you have to fake it? Yes, I worked at Chicago Joe's and it wasn't a real restaurant. Like we ate off the brunch uh, buffet. We would eat salads in front of customers. We had no respect. And um, the guys who owned it lived upstairs and they would get sex workers and the, the bus boys had to bring Coronas upstairs. It was a wild time. They're terrible people and it did close down. But um, great food, great food, great food. The best Reuben I've ever had. So uh, I loved, yeah, I loved my time there. Oh, did you ever meet Chicago Joe? No, it wasn't real, but sometimes people would come in and be like, I know Joe, and we're like, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, the best was um, Wednesdays was $5 flavored martini nights, and I just saw people fall apart. That was the best night. Like, five chocolate martinis and women, uh, yeah. Well, hostess got pushed. I loved, sir, I loved being a waitress. I used to work at Bubba Gump, and people would come in all the time and be like, hey, is Forrest ever coming here? I'm like... <laughs> We got a lot to talk about. <laughs> I swear to God, I was gonna say I go into Bubba Gump and say I know Forrest, and you and you jumped in there and got there ahead of me. But I still want to be on the record, <laughs> and we can maybe do some editing later. <laughs> I'd be fucked up. <laughs> just cuts you in front of me. <laughs> I just when you say a good one, I'll repeat it and then cut your version out. <laughs> And if it's a good audience, they'll laugh both times. <laughs> oh, know? I do just want to tell everyone I did sprain my ankle yesterday, and I would like you all to know that. that thank you. How do you think that'll affect your trivia knowledge today? Um, I think it'll make me sharper. I think, yeah. She was talking a lot of trash to me last night. <laughs> was and I? Yeah, yeah. You were like, yeah, I definitely think I'm going to beat you. And I was like, you don't need to be doing this. You probably will. <laughs> Yeah, but Brandon's a curveball. I didn't know. I didn't know that he was. Yeah, right. Uh, so but much pressure. Yeah. It sounds like it sounds like Blair's been triggered. We don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, we actually don't know what's gonna happen. I did watch White Men Can't Jump on the plane ride here, so you guys oh, don't you know it. if I'm faking or not right now. Oh. Yeah. Oh, can I, do you think this is a freak move or not? The guy next to me on a flight, I was on recently, watched back-to-back -back Silence of the Lambs, then Django Unchained. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck that guy likes uh, angry white men, I guess. 
That's the common theme there. Oh, Brandon's already showing off. <laughs> <laughs> He's seen both of those. <laughs> what a cineast. <laughs> All right, let's do, let's do a thing I like to do before we play the games, before Lisa just tears into everybody. <laughs> I like to ask all my guests to recommend one movie. Brandon knew this question was coming, I think. So we'll start with him. Uh, just recommend one movie that you know you think people might enjoy. Yeah, I, uh, I recently watched on the plane, um, speaking of the way here, uh, Radio Silence, who are these, this production team, they did this movie called Ready or Not, which is a, a really dope horror film about like you know the person I have like a marriage that falls apart immediately. Um, if you don't know anything about it, just watch it. It's, it's fucking awesome. Um, and uh, th- these guys also did the new Scream. So it's a, it's a cool horror oh, film. Okay. Not too gory. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of that lady that's in it? Uh, Weaving? Somewhere oh, uh, Weaving? yeah, yeah. Um, Hugo Weaving's uh, uh, niece, I believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm blanking on her first name, though. But, yeah. yeah, you remember him because he's in The Matrix. But yeah. she's on her way, too, right? Yes, she's yeah, really she's good. good. Yeah, all right. Ready or not, here Brandon comes. I guess no one uh, likes that movie. It's deafening <laughs> silence. <laughs> I loved the new Scream. I thought that was awesome. It was dope, right? Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, that makes... <laughs> that makes sense. That it's, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know who the new Scream, who was behind it, but I heard good things, and uh, now it's all making, uh, making sense. Lisa, do you have a movie you'd like to recommend? Yeah, one of my favorite movies is now on Netflix. It's newly there called Friends with Money. Mm. I love it. It's Jennifer Aniston, Frances McDormand, Catherine Keener, and Joan Cusack, and then some men. Um, The dad from (laughs) Modern Family, but... (laughs) It's about a group of friends, and Jennifer Aniston's a poor maid, which, like, okay, but... um, I love it. I and I, since I since it got on Netflix, I've already watched it three times. It's like one of my comfort movies. So, if you want to be comforted, yeah. And if you want, you know, if you want to trick a dude into watching it, I guess uh, you know, uh, mention that she wears a French maid outfit mm-hmm. for a good portion of the film. Or just yeah, who's the look up she... those pictures online. I guess is another way to do it. Yeah, James Con's son's in it. What's his name? Scott, Scott Con. Okay. <laughs> Blair got on that real quick. Everything's a competition. I think about Scott Con every day when I wake up. I really do. Someone loves the last two uh, seasons of Entourage over here. It's me. He seems like <laughs> Scott Con could be the nicest guy in the world, but every character he plays is some asshole. It seems like he would get his head stuck in a jar. Right? That's probably why you like him. You like bad boys, don't you, Blair? Duh! I'm trying to change. I am trying so hard. Scott Kahn's such a babe, though. Wow. Yeah, you like that? I love Scott Kahn. I just feel like he's always getting out of the surf in Malibu, you know, on his way to his auditions. (laughs) He does them a lot. Um, all right, so who else hasn't recommended a movie yet? Oh, Blair. Let's go to you, Blair. Okay, I would have to recommend to the Doug Loves movie audience uh, the m- Disney's Luca. I don't think Scott Kahn is in that. <laughs> I'm so thrilled that these two kind people clap for it because it is an incredible film that a lot of you seem to be sleeping on. Um, 
It's a gorgeous tale set on, uh, you know, a Positano maybe in in um, Italy. Have you seen it, Doug? Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. No, I did see it. I was saying sure to the setting. I'm not exactly uh, positive, but I'll, oh, agree, sure. I'll agree with it. Wherever you say it takes place, because you loved it. I, I liked it uh, a great deal. I, I enjoyed it very much. Um, have you seen Encanto yet? I did. Of course I did. That's really good, too. I think, yeah. I thought that was a bit much, though, for kids. But, I mean, good. They do tackle. They do tackle big themes. Yeah, yeah, generational trauma. I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, Disney, no. yeah. Disney's take on generational trauma and uh, songs. And yeah, <laughs> every character Blue in the movie drama. has a different uh, thing they're dealing with, and uh, yeah, it's really. Uh, and then the house itself is pretty fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's really a, about the theme that sometimes we have gifts that don't exactly match up to the people that we're staring at, comparing our lives to, but those gifts are actually just inherently as valuable. Gifts or gifts? <laughs> yeah, <finally>. my four-year-old <laughs> niece did not get that. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> But great movie. They had a, you know the big, burly, oldest daughter that's, yes. real, that's real strong? Like, uh, they oh, we're had... talking about Encanto? I thought we were talking about Luca. Yeah, yeah. No, we're still, we're still in Encanto. I can't remember Luca because I saw it too long ago, but I just saw Encanto. And, uh, but the, the big, burly woman in it, yeah. uh, who is, you know, that's another great uh, representation to have in an animated film for kids. But uh, the, on uh, the Kelly Clarkson show, or one of those shows... <laughs> I watched too many of those shows. Um, they, they showed there's a woman in real life who everybody keeps saying, you look like, what's her name from Encanto? <laughs> and they showed a picture of her, and it's crazy. <laughs> well, you know, Disney didn't think anyone would like the muscly woman, so they didn't make merch for her. And then kids all over the country are like, we want her. And yeah. so Disney had to suddenly make toys of, you know, a muscle woman because they didn't think anyone would like her. Yeah. I all they have to do is take old Stretch Armstrong dolls. <laughs> Put a little, little Put more a hair little. on it, yeah, yeah. But she's a great character, and her song, I think, is one of the highlights of the movie. Yeah, I'll say it. I don't fucking care. <laughs> the Bruno song's on the radio. I was driving, and it's yeah. like, I. When was the last time you heard a cartoon song on the radio? Let like it that? go, that fucking song. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Holy shit. But that was two Frozen's ago. Like that was. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been a minute. I fucking so. hate that song. Oh, I, I, well, it doesn't Let make it you go, feel powerful. <laughs> powerful and you can, you know, do stuff. You don't get... Well, I mean, it, it would have been fine if I didn't have to hear it like seven times in a row from this little girl on the way to Universal Studios. And I'm like, you got the wrong studio that we're going to, little girl. <laughs> but I can't tell it to a kid, you know? I'm like, I just have to sit back Who's and... Who's this loose kid? <laughs> <laughs> What kind of loose kids are you hanging out with? Holy oh, shit. Were there people sitting in those two seats earlier? Okay, good. <laughs> I was really worried we walked people already. They went to go watch Luca. Sometimes these recommendations are so strong that people just jump out of their seats and run and go do it. That's the great thing about podcasting. The listeners can just pause it, watch a whole movie, and come back. 
Uh, Marina Franklin, first uh, time guest, what's your yeah, recommendation? And, and I, I gotta be fully transparent, which my pilot said yesterday. Um, oh, that's I a weird opener. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I gotta be honest, folks. My pilot was like, let me be transparent. I was like, no. Um, but this is scary for me, actually. I do stand up, but this is like coming up with names and movies. I have no memory. I'm getting to that point. I don't even remember people I know. Lisa. Um, so, like, it's really hard to come up. But I was thinking, like, the movie that stands out to me that really I, because I'm into horror, I'm addicted, is Lighthouse. Yeah. Which I just happened upon it because I was watching another gruesome movie and they said, if you think this was weird, watch Lighthouse. And I was like, yeah, this is fucking, fucking weird. Um, and I'm so, it, you know, it's got like a little bit of like, you know, isolation themes going in it, which I relate to, and being around someone you don't like, which was my ex-boyfriend. Um, you know, and Robert Duvall. Is it Robert Duvall? See, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, William no, it's, Defoe. It's, it's Willem Defoe. See, and I did Pattinson. it. Pattinson. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna lose this fucking game. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know people. I just like what you do. Um, but what's, yeah. What's the name of the bird that Robert Pattinson beats to death? That's the kind of trivia you're going to be asked today. It's easy stuff. Look, I, I think his like, name is Scuttle. See, <laughs> see yeah, it's, it's a great movie. It's, uh, yeah, it's something. I still don't understand the ending, but yeah. Yeah, so that, that guy also did The Witch. Did you see that? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I probably did. Yeah, it was uh, it was another f freaking weird one, and now the next one he has coming out, he just got together with all the weird actors from the first two movies, and this one's going to be about um, Vikings. Of course, Ooh. yeah, natural progression of this, <laughs> right? <laughs> another movie about my ex-boyfriend. With each movie, he gets he goes further out to sea. <laughs> a lot of white guys. All right, uh, thanks for those recommendations, and we are going to play some games, and our first game is going to be played... <laughs> Sorry, did that come out? I'm yeah. like, oh, oh. I actually oh, Ricky. am... <laughs> uh, we're going to play some games right after this break. We'll be right back. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back! My guests did a great job of picking people to play on behalf of in the games, and uh, the, that person will, uh, the winner will, you know, walk away with the uh, prize bag. We got uh, Jesse Tumama Tambien, is who Brandon's playing for. Yeah. And uh, Marina's playing for a man named Cody, who changed Ladybugs to Cody Bugs. 
And uh, there's a woman in the front row named Chandra with a Ghostbusters purse. She got picked by Lisa. And Blair's playing for Eric. Our... (laughs) (laughs) Eric the tech entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) And the first game we're going to play today is called Who Has My Pig? I'm a fan of the Nicolas Cage movie Pig. Um, which is kind of a horror movie, Marina. And uh, in the film, uh, Nicolas Cage, who might be in this city as we speak, because he has, there's a movie that he's in premiering tonight called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah, and he plays the title character. (laughs) 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 I love Nicolas Cage. Anyway, uh, so I love him so much that I have a bad impression I do of him uh, from the movie Pig, where he plays a man who loses his pig and spends the whole film trying to find his pig. And he asks people, do you have my pig? Or do you know where, do you know where my pig is? Who has my pig? It's all questions of the, like that. They don't change very, very much. Also, it's not a comedy. Okay, so um, I am going to, as Nick Cage, describe a celebrity while accusing them of having my pig. Or, you know, wondering if they have my pig. There's going to be clues in what I say to them. And you can all guess as often as you'd like. Um, But the first person to guess the correct answer, I will stop and say, you are correct. Hopefully two people won't say it at the same time. There was an answer already tonight in the pregame portion where people yelled out, Scott Kahn at the same time. (laughs) Such a babe. Oh, my God. (laughs) I bet you can fuck him. I hope so. Yeah. I don't think he's in the tech, though, Blair. Yeah, I'm playing for Eric right now. <laughs> in my mind, he's yeah. William Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. I'm like, Scott Collins, William Defoe. Go ahead. Focus on what's in front of you right now, Blair. Pig. And that's Eric. This is all about Eric. <laughs> Um, did everybody understand the instructions? Kind of. Um, I like. Do, are we buzzing, yelling the answer? Just or, go ahead and yell it out. Order. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not going to stop to call on you because I get really passionate <laughs> playing Nick Cage. I grew my hair out just so I look more like this character in Pig. <laughs> I'm keeping it dirty for the same reason. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Gross. Okay. <laughs> Do you have my pig? Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I'm gonna do that one day. He's gonna be the answer one day. That'd be hilarious. Ten points, Blair but and no. Eric. But no, it's not. You gotta hear the rest of the clues. That's just sort of a setup. Do you have my pig? I am miserable without her. Every night is a dark night without her. She's my princess, and I write about it in my um, diary. Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger. She's my princess, and I write about it in my diary. Anna, ha- Anna Hathaway? That is correct. Oh, you're sick. That was fucking weird. Oh. That was a roundabout way to get to that. 
fucking Riddler over here. I don't know anybody else who's in Les Miserables, The Dark Knight, and The Princess Diary movies, but there might be crossover there. <laughs> might be somebody in the background that did all three of those. I was also going to say, uh, because of her, I, can, I have true serenity. <laughs> Which is a movie she was in that I never saw because apparently it's terrible. You also did sound like Nicolas Cage from Con Air. You really oh, did. Okay. Yeah. Well, he has long hair in both, so. Yeah. <laughs> and I did see it again recently, so. One of the best movies of all time. It yes. is ridiculous. Con Air, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and give it up for Con Air. Because it's also, you know, it's got some parts that are troublesome. And that is also part of the fun now. I can't think of one. Oh, when the child molester's in the park talking to the little girl, that doesn't, that's but he didn't doesn't do make anything, you cringe. <laughs> At least he doesn't do screen. anything. But, the, but you don't know that when the scene starts. <laughs> I got it's very the... disturbing. Yes, go ahead. Nothing. I was going to sing a song, and then I remember the rights, and someone could sue you, so I stopped. <laughs> I kind of want you to sing it now. <laughs> Emphasis on kinda. All right, so <laughs> go sing it. Oh no, just I was singing the song Steve Buscemi sings. You know, I got the whole world. You remember that part? Yeah, yeah. I regret. I everything. think that I think that song is uh, public domain, Fuck right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they would pay for that. Uh, okay, Brandon got the first round. There's 72 more rounds. <laughs> Did you steal my pig? <laughs> I bet you stole my pig and covered her in grease, too. Michelle Pfeiffer! That is correct! Yeah! <laughs> There's other actors in Greece too. I was gonna John Travolta, but I was too slow to draw. No, he's in Greece one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I want to I say this next part just because it made me laugh when I was writing it down. Are you Tony Hawk's wife, Lady Hawk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's also a theme that might help you to figure out the, uh, the answers uh, in this game. I should have reminded everybody. Round three, do you have my pig? When I find her, I'm gonna throw a monster of a ball. Halle Berry. That is correct. <laughs> I figured out the theme, so that's why I did. I should have gotten that. <laughs> <laughs> my story. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the next clue in that one. If you have my pig, I hope you die another day. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, shit. Somebody fell down. <laughs> Is everybody ready? Yeah, Lisa, get that mic close. <laughs> I could, you're so far away from your mouth, I could just see you smashing it into your face <laughs> to answer the question. <clears throat> Do you have my pig, Zoe Kravitz? Zoe Kravitz? That is correct. <laughs> I thought Brandon you were gonna say is our winner! <laughs> <laughs> I 
What? She's done stuff, Doug. <laughs> That's crazy. Everybody that listens to the show knows that uh, the last one every time I just say somebody's name to see how quickly everybody picks up on uh, that they should just repeat the name back to me. Uh, and then I had a tiebreaker too. Do you have my pig, Eartha Kit? Uh, because all five of those women are Catwomans. Yep. Oh, wow! Yeah. It's a nice Catwoman theme. And uh, Brandon, not surprisingly, has won our first game, but there's still one more game left to play, and it's anyone's. Yeah. Chandra? Chandra. Damn it. <laughs> Chandra, 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 Chandra. There's really only one game left? Oh, yeah, but it's a, it's a big one. Okay. Yeah, it's really anyone's game, so. <laughs> what is Eric going to give you <laughs> if you win on his behalf? Let's raise That's the stakes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> How long are you in town for, Eric? Uh, full fest. Full fest. Oh. I, ex- I love that expression. I'm going to start saying it to people in elevators. Are you here full fest? <laughs> He must be working remote. Um, okay, so he's here full fest. She's only here for a few days because she's got a very active and busy career. But, and Scott Kahn's probably not here. He's probably in L.A. or, 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 or New York. But um, uh, what do you think? Can, what, what do you want, uh, uh, Blair? A coffee? A drink? Doug, a coffee? I don't know. I don't want to commit you to a full meal. I want a house in Malibu. Okay. <laughs> So if she wins this bag of crap for you, will you <laughs> hook her up with a place in Malibu? Eric? Eric says no. Well, this, is gonna, this negotiation might take a while. I think you two need to meet in the middle. I started a coffee and she went to a house. Just having fun in Austin. That's the important thing, is to have fun while we're here. <laughs> It really is. And we got to take another commercial break. We'll be right back. (laughs) We're back. We're doing it. We're doing it. This game is my new favorite, and I hope you enjoy it as well. It's called Filmily Feud. You can, cl- you can clap if you want. I cut people off with the Family Feud theme song uh, that, I, that I didn't sing very well. It's still funny to me that Steve Harvey's taking over Family Feud, and it's, it's great with Steve Harvey, but the music at the beginning is still like... <laughs> Bizarre. Anyway, I guess they spruced it up a little bit, but um, I have gone on the internet, on my Twitter, and asked... Uh, questions with uh, multiple choice answers. Four answers in the little little poll thing you can do on your Twitter account. And uh, I got a hundred or more responses in each each question I asked and then wrote down the percentages just like on Family Feud. And so I'm going to say a question and then each of you, we're going to start with Brandon in the first round and we're going to rotate so everyone's going to get a chance to go first because there's four rounds. And uh, Brandon will go first his first round because he won that last game. And Brandon is going to 
uh, pick one of the four choices of the first question. That leaves three for Marina and two for Blair and eventually one to Lisa. And everyone will get, you know, each of those opportunities as the game goes along. So anything can happen. Oh, it feels yeah. kind of tense. Yeah. <laughs> Got sad there at the end. And, uh, pers <laughs> the, and the, the percentage of people that answer the answer you pick, well, that's the number you'll get uh, on your score, and then we'll add them all up, and uh, I'll declare a winner. Uh, the first question I asked 100 people on Twitter, or bots, could have been bots. <laughs> I, don't, I don't quality control who responds, but I guess everybody just gets one vote, right, on those polls. People can't vote multiple times. Uh, I wrote, what's your favorite thing about South by Southwest? So there's, people could be answering that have never even been here or don't know what S, you know, what those initials mean. <laughs> <laughs> he started the first S. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I always get thrown off that it's an X is for by, uh, and then another S and then a W, so South by Southwest. Uh, but I just wrote SXSW, so I don't even know if people knew what I was referencing. But these are the four choices. Favorite thing about South by Southwest. Wild weather shifts. <laughs> long lines. Not getting into things. Or terrible Q&A cues. <laughs> Those are the four options, Brandon. Which yeah. one do you think got the most votes? Look at the terrible Q&A cues. Okay. Uh, Marina, you get to pick from what's left. Weird long, well, long, wild weather shifts. Yeah, that's a weird one. Long um, lines. I, every time I come to South by over the 10 days, okay. you get at least a couple rainy days and at least a couple hot days and then a, uh, a mix of both. It's really an interesting time of year here. I'm going to have to go, because long lines and not getting into things seems like the same thing, but um, I'll say that long lines, because I accidentally was in one today, um, and I was very angry about it, and I wanted to complain to someone, um, and I was just like, maybe I should dress better, because I didn't get into the right like line for my badge. Anyway. Yeah, they, that's the fun thing about this festival is <laughs> job one is standing in a line. Oh. You know, that's the first thing you have to do when you get here. And it's like training for the rest of it. <laughs> you know, as soon, if you're unhappy with that first line, it's, it might not be a great experience for you. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, there's lines that wrap around the block. But like the Paramount Theater is 1,100 seats. And when you see the line going around the block twice, you're like, fuck, I'm not going to get in. But it get a lot of, you know, it's a lot of people can get in there. Little pro tip. <laughs> All right, uh, Blair. Well, Marina absolutely snaked what I feel is the correct answer. Um, yeah, I, I, I won't. I don't like a line. Like I prefer to sit down. Um, but I guess I'll have to go with not getting into things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing that happens here quite a bit. You have to be, you know, resign yourself to uh, have a different experience. I wouldn't be surprised if there's people in this audience that couldn't get into something. So like, oh, let's try that. I love that description. Or they were tired of standing. Anything. They wanted to sit down like Blair likes. You snaked waiting in line like, from me. Very crafty. Stop snaking her. And then uh, Lisa just gets, how do you feel about uh, being stuck with wild weather shifts? 
It's an answer I wouldn't have chosen, uh, but <laughs> I got I lost my leather jacket last week, so this weather shift has been hard for me. Um, I didn't plan to wear a bubblegum pink peacoat, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually a leather girl, but. Um, and I've also, I lost weight and then I got rid of all of my clothes and then I gained most of it back. And so now I'm in a nightmare. And um, so I'm having a hard time with outfits. So it is my least, it's my most troublesome <laughs> moment is dealing with weather, packing and not fitting into any of my clothes. So yeah, I, I, it is in my spirit, but I wouldn't have said it. <laughs> I sneaked it again. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let me give you the results. Quiet. Got really, got really <laughs> suspenseful. Do you? Do you I still need have? To I still have a little count? bit more. I got to write it down more. Uh, do you want the one that got the most or the least first? The most. I know they start with least on the feud, right, and then work their way up when they read them oh, off. Oh, you're right. But the but people, people have varying opinions. <laughs> which way I should start? So I'm going to start with the bad news, and that is for Lisa. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't have got snaked harder because these three picked the top three answers, and you were, you were right to be upset about it. And uh, uh, Wild Weather Shift's only got 9%. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess people who live in Austin are used to the weather shifts, and the people that are visiting are like, this is fun. <laughs> you know, at least there's going to be some warm days, you know, yeah. or whatever. We can swim on Monday. Exactly. Um, then Long Lines came in second with 16%. <gasps> wow. Yeah. And then uh, Terrible Q&A Qs got 13%. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Thirty-five percent. Oh, okay. Right. I was going backwards there for a second. <laughs> uh, and then this is the interesting one. Blair is now in the lead <laughs> because not getting into things, even though it is very similar to Long Lines. You're right, Marina. Uh, not getting into things got forty percent of the vote. Wow. Yeah, wow. and I agree. So that was some good snaking. Yeah, thank you, Marina. But much like Family Feud, it was a confusing question because none of those things should be anybody's favorite part. <laughs> so are they yeah. are they picking the one they hate the least, or the one that happens yeah. the least? Are they are they are they coming from a sarcastic point of view? I don't know because I just write the weird question and move on. Uh, so Blair is in the lead. She's only got five points over Brandon and uh, Lisa and Marina. You know, uh, it's still anybody's game because Marina gets to go first on this next question. I've been losing. You can uh. pick between these four names, Sorry. and I, I have faith in you. Uh, I wrote down the question on Twitter uh, because of the Nicolas Cage movie playing this evening called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I just wrote, apropos of nothing, out of nowhere, who truly has the most massive talent? <laughs> and then I listed four people that you would know by their last name. Travolta, Pacino, Cage, or Streep? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of those four did a Twitter poll determine has the most massive talent? So that's, um, that's a good one for me, right? I think so. <laughs> it should be Streep. Yeah. 
You going street? Yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah, I mean, come on, we can't, we can't argue. I'm what? not gonna argue with it. Oh, did you say? Oh, shit. Yeah. you coming for street? <laughs> I'm not gonna argue her. with you about that because those other three gentlemen, well, Travolta, I don't know, they're all, they can be chameleons. I mean, Pacino's just gonna be yelling, but uh, <laughs> at this point, but I'm disappointed uh, you didn't have the ball in there. Yeah. What's that? The ball. I know the, it would have been nice oh, if the ball was there. <laughs> I get it. I, is he, I, I think he retired. Maybe has he been in anything lately? I don't know if he's alive, man. Al Pacino, he was just in House of Gucci. What are you talking about? No, no, about? Du- Robert Duvall. Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, that was a so close angry. one. That was... I apologize. Pacino's <laughs> alive! House of Gucci. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, Street did really good in the Netflix. What's that? Up? What? Uh, don't, look yeah, up. don't look up. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't look up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, so that's who Marina's taking. That leaves Cage, Pacino, or Travolta for you, Blair. I was going to pick Streep. Um, wow. Okay. I love Al Pacino so much. He's my Italian king. But I do think that I am going to have to go to Nicolas Cage. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wrong me. answer. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Travolta. I mean, he's dancing, singing, hot bod. You know, yeah. Travolta's natural talent. He's a super talented dude. Yeah. Yeah. Not great at introducing people on the Oscars, but <laughs> <laughs> but everything else. Uh, so that leaves. Uh, how do you feel about being stuck with Pacino? Oh, that's fine. I mean, Devil's Advocate. Uh, you mentioned House of Gucci. There's literally a scene where he has an Italian accent and Jared Leto has an Italian accent, and they're both screaming at each other. It's one of the most unintentionally funny scenes of last year. So yeah, I'm I'm good with Pacino. Hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> amazing, amazing. It's like Mario and Luigi just <laughs> having a divorce. I mean, does Jared Leto look like the guy he's playing under that? I don't think makeup? so. I think they just made him generically ugly. <laughs> you know, like, oh, that guy's ugly, so we'll just make him ugly, too, and then it'll work out great. There's a We Crashed series uh, that's based on the what happened with We Work. Yep. You know, I worked there, right? What's that? During that, all that. I, w- I was there at We Work when all that happened. Really? Yeah, yeah. So Jared Leto's accent's pretty spot on with Adam Newman. Because they have weird accents, right? Yeah. Him yep. and he's Anne Hathaway. Yeah, yeah, they're here in town as we speak. I think. Both oh, of Jesus! Them. Wait, Jared Leto's Jared Leto's accent was spot on. You yeah, think? like the Israeli accent Adam Newman had. Yeah, it's very because I met that guy. He's cuckoo bananas. Oh, I thought yeah. we were still in House of Gucci. I'm so excited. <laughs> I was like, what? We moved on to a WeWork. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm excited that uh, that his accent WeWork is that you say it's realistic because now I can just when somebody says it's stupid accent, I can say Brandon yep. Collins. Says you're wrong. <laughs> uh, so you get Pacino, Brandon, and uh, the the news is that uh, that wasn't you know you didn't get stuck with the worst one. Yeah, but this time, <laughs> this time I'm going to start with the uh, the highest scoring person, uh, the one that got the most votes, is of course Meryl Streep. <laughs> yes. She just never knows. She's amazing. You don't go to a comedy club like, here's my Meryl Streep. Who 
Ua! Um, okay, and then uh, coming in at number two, my boy Nicholas Cage with twenty eight percent. Shocking. That is 28%. Yeah, I mean, maybe people just know he's in a movie with with massive talent in the title. So they're just like, okay. Uh, Pacino came in next with 20%. What? I know. I know. It's ridiculous. Have they not seen Saturday Night Fever? What is happening? Travolta had had a hit since 2004. Yeah, you're really. Travolta hasn't had a hit for a long time. When was Hairspray? 2008, maybe. Yeah, I mean, what did Travolta play in that? He was the mom, right? Oh, yeah. He was that lady. <laughs> Listen, he I gotta a, say, I gotta say, you want him working? His kid and wife are dead. What do you, you know? Oh, yeah. Do you not feel yeah, sad? Yeah, come on. Give you him, want a him break. On a set? He's Give him grieving. a goddamn break. He's an avid podcast listener. He might hear this. <laughs> Rest in peace, uh, Kelly Preston. She yeah, was, uh, but he in in Rest, hair, yes. in hairspray. He's got the wig, you know. He's got the fat suit. He's got the. Uh, but those uh, eyes are unrecognizable. He's got the singing. <laughs> he's got the singing voice. But what I was gonna say is, he also nails the Baltimore accent in that movie. In the very first scene, he's got. He goes, "I got our ironing to do." He keeps saying ironing like that, and it's like, he I, he's a tremendous actor and an amazing talent, and he got three <laughs> percent. <laughs> I think it's the Scientology of it all because he is outside of Merrill. He should have been second place. This is I'm I'm upset, but it's it's still almost anybody's game. <laughs> uh, currently, Brandon's at fifty five points. Uh, 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 Marina's at sixty five. Blair is at sixty eight, and Lisa's always a great player, and I'm always <laughs> excited to have her here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, resplendent in pink. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you wearing? <laughs> Zara, baby. Uh. <laughs> but I'm serious. You still have a shot at this because okay. you're going to get to go first on the fourth round. But Blair, who's killing it, gets to go first in this round. And oh, what, a, what an amazing coincidence, this question. I asked Twitter, if you realized you were alone in an elevator with Jared Leto... You would, dot, 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 question mark, say hi, (laughs) ignore him, get out on the next floor, or press all the buttons. (laughs) And Blair gets to go first. Wow, okay. Um, Okay, I don't think what me, Blair, would do, what would the crazy people on Twitter say, um, say hi? No, no, say hi. Um, um, God, so much is riding on this! (laughs) (laughs) You can do it, you can do it. Okay, what I would, I feel... Say hi, hit all the buttons, ignore him, or get out the next floor. God, okay, I think, I think, uh, what are these assholes? He's your, Eric's trying to tell you to hit all that the buttons. That wasn't Eric. I, I haven't Oh, even, it wasn't Eric? No, I remember Eric's all voice right. when you said no to the Malibu house. <laughs> um, I, okay, I think it, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with press all the buttons, even 
know, I would probably just say hello like a person, you know? That's fair. Yeah. I would ignore him, but I'm going to vote for get off on the next floor. Okay. <laughs> My team. <laughs> uh, Brandon? I'm going to go with say hi, because I'd be curious what voice he responds in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I guess, I guess I, what's the last one? The last one is ignore him. Okay, so yeah. I'll ignore it. I wonder if say hi was like the easy answer dangling in front of my face. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, ignore it. <laughs> you gotta ignore people. <laughs> I'm owning that answer, even though it's the only one left. You gotta own that shit. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> That's, a family, you know Thank That's you. a family feud watcher. That was a family feud watcher. I think the craziest thing that's happened since I've been playing this game has happened, and that's that Lisa managed to end up with the lowest, <laughs> the lowest percentage <laughs> in every round. In this case... Uh, but I still think I could win. <laughs> I'm still positive. <laughs> uh, but let's see. Um, say hi, or ignore him got 19%, and say hi got 32%, and press all the buttons got 33%, and uh, when you add it all up, our winner is Blair Saki! I should say when I add it all up, because it's probably wrong, but uh, congratulations, Eric. Come get your prize bag. Blair, you get to go first in the uh, promoting yourself part of the show. Go ahead and do your plugs. Oh, right now? Yes. Wait, will you just tell us the next question so I could know that if uh, maybe I had a chance? Or, or what do you mean? Not? Oh, it's already over. It's done. That wasn't it? Wait. There wasn't four. You didn't get to go first ever? No. Hang on, Eric. You just... <laughs> I love oh, the way you're like. Lisa! I love how you're like. Can you just finish the game, please? <laughs> you're so polite about it. <laughs> yeah, we got to finish the game. I'm like, that was it. Lisa, if you take my win from me, I just thought Blair won us. by so much there was no point. But I, I, you know, I'm curious. No, no, you still have a chance. In fact, we could just start this next round, and if you don't, if your answer doesn't surpass Blair, then she's probably still the winner. Okay. Yeah, but I we'll like see. Blair too. We'll see. <laughs> I, I, do like her. I like you too. All right. Okay. Okay, Blair. I mean, Lisa gets to go first. <laughs> apologies. Apologies to everyone. <laughs> Cancel the rest of my shows. All right. Uh, this is all I wrote because uh, of South by Southwest. I was inspired. I just wrote the question: Best West? Question mark. <laughs> And then the options uh, that I gave were West Side Story, Wild Wild West, Ingrid Goes West, or Adam West, who of course played Batman. Uh, Ingrid Goes West is one of my favorite movies ever. I watch it all the time, but there's no way. Um, I'm gonna, what, so it's the Batman guy, Ingrid Goes West, Wild Wild West, or West Side Story. Um, I'll go with the I'll go with Adam West, but my heart says Ingrid goes west. But I'm gonna go with Adam West. 
Okay. <laughs> Brandon? I'm gonna go Wild Wild West. I don't know if it's the original or the Will Smith version, but either one, you know, it's a I like it. You're just time. bragging that you know both of them and that we didn't, so we see through it. Uh, Marina, <laughs> West Side Story or Ingrid Goes West? I'm gonna go with West Side Story because that's the Latin vote. <laughs> Lisa lost his game for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she did. <laughs> and Ingrid Goes uh, West is such I a I love movie. Ingrid Goes West, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, she did uh, put a dent in this one, and uh, congratulations, Lisa. You got uh, the one where you got to go first, you nailed it, because Adam West got 63% of the vote. Oh my God! But still doesn't get you there. Uh, uh, <laughs> West Side Story, 14. Wild Old West, 14. And Ingrid Goes West got nine. So I stand not corrected. I guess I stand officially to say <laughs> congratulations, Eric. You win the prize bag. <laughs> if anybody figures out I did the math wrong, contact your congressman. And, uh, and very handsome. Congratulations. <laughs> and uh, go ahead and do your, your plugs now, Blair. Okay. Uh, thanks, everyone. Doug loves movies. And Doug, uh, my name is Blair Saki. You can <laughs> watch me on Wednesdays on uh, Fairview on Comedy Central. Nice. She's a cartoon. Yeah, I'm a cartoon. <laughs> nice. Who wants to go next? I'm on the internet as at Glitter Cheese, and I have a podcast called That's Messed Up, an SVU podcast, um, where we talk to, you know, uh, we've had an Oscar winner on. Um, and then I have a podcast called Enemies, where I'm trying to talk to my enemies. Uh, but, so that's what I'm up to. Nice. Marina Franklin, you got through it. You did it. I know. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, this I, is so you did. I don't think you had the worst score. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> what would so, you like to plug, Marina? Uh, yeah, so you can check me out on uh, my special, Single Black Female, is on Amazon Prime and all other platforms, as well as my... Po yeah. Thank you. Oh, I, I always wonder. <laughs> uh, they're always like, is it... A so, um... Also, my podcast is called Friends Like Us, which is a podcast that features women of color talking about hot topics. It's like The View, but funnier in black. <laughs> so there. Awesome. Brandon Collins? Yeah, uh, y'all can follow me on American Collins on all social media platforms. Check out my podcast, Media and Popcorn, which is Ron Tomales Affiliated. It's a cool movie podcast where we say insane things about movies we just watched. And also check out Drunk Black History at drunkblackhistory.com. Yeah. You want to learn some dope stuff about uh, unspoken black heroes in America. Yeah, thank you. Nice.
Go see all these ladies uh, doing shows here all over uh, at South By if you get a chance. And, uh, and talk movies with Brandon if you run into him in one of the uh, many lines out there. I'll be doing uh, the first ever live taping of the podcast that my friend Doug Mellard and I created during uh, lockdown called Wide World of Dugs. We'll be doing it live right here Tuesday at 6 o'clock. You don't have to bring name tags or anything. Just come have some laughs. My, our guests are going to be Dave Foley and Dolce Sloan. And uh, next Saturday, I have surprise guests lined up for another Doug Loves Movies at 4 o'clock at Creek and the Cave. For all of my dates and deets, go to DougLovesMovies.com. Wait, 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 wait. The clapping is going, is, is, uh, <laughs> is drowning out the thing. So don't clap, just listen to what happens. DougLovesMovies.com. Wow, that one really fell apart. <laughs> but thanks for trying. <laughs> um, yeah, just one more. Thanks, everybody. One more time for Thank my you. guests. Lisa Traeger, Blair Saki, Marina Franklin, Brandon Collins. I did that without looking at them. Which means I need to get high again. Yeah. Yeah. As always, this place makes me wonder which would be worse, to live as a monster or to die as a good man. <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky.